0: Ah, you know what old Jack Burton always says at a time like this?
1: Come on, then I'll your legs off. I can take great power. Come straight to this world. We have a home.
0: monster a menacing giant an awesome machine unleashed with a deadly task Godzilla, the only hope for earth's survival godzilla versus the bionic monster godzilla strives to win supremacy in a fight to the
1: end will godzilla triumph the earth survive godzilla versus the bionic monster an earth-shaking movie rated g and welcome back to the Monster Movie Stopped Down section of Sludgecast. And, of course, you got Sludge here and my co-host on the right. Mark. And our brother from Texas. Ruben. And we are stoked for this one because we had a little bit of a decline in Godzilla films, you know, a couple ones back. And we're definitely on the huge incline on this one. Um, we've got Godzilla versus Mechagodzilla from 1974, which introduced, obviously, Godzilla, who ended up becoming what a lot of people refer to as as part of the the big th- the big 3 as far as Godzilla's main villains. He's probably Godzilla's most popular villain outside of King Ghidorah. Um and yeah. for a reason. I mean, he's been in multiple films. You got this one Terror of Megagodzilla, Godzilla's Megagodzilla 2 in 92, uh, then of course we get him in uh, Godzilla against Megagodzilla, uh, which is the third version of it, right. and then Godzilla Tokyo S- SOS, and then technically we got him in Godzilla, the second anime film, Bat- City on the Edge of Battle, even though he was kind of like a nano city instead. Um, and then yeah. we got to see him in Ready Player One. They did an yep. iteration of him in Ready Player One. Yeah. And uh, spoiler alert for those future fans of Godzilla vs. Kong, he may be in the film, uh, according to some yeah. weak <laughs> images, but we'll see. Um but this is what started it all for Meg Godzilla. And man, this movie is amazing. In my opinion, um, absolutely loved it. So this one came out, of course, after, oh, excuse me, I got the Megalon. So a huge, Definitely a huge step up for this film uh, from what we got last. But this one came out in 1974, uh, March 12th, 21st, something like that. It was somewhere in March yeah. um, in Japan and saw a much higher increase in ticket sales in comparison to God's worst Megalon, I think like 350,000 more. So that was a good sign for Toho. Um, of course, we had the same directors coming back again. we got June Fukuda, who really became one of my, I mean, the Shiro Honda definitely is the best director in any Godzilla film I think even to date to today you know with legendary or the animated films or you know the the Heisei series Shiro is the best Godzilla director there ever was uh, but I think Jun Fukuda in my personal opinion is the very close second um he was a very different style but he just he he knew how to direct a, a good action Godzilla film and if anything this is probably the most action packed Godzilla film of the Showa series oh, yeah. Um, so he came back and directed and of course it was written by this time around. Of course, we've got Shinichi Sekizawa who's famous for a lot of the Godzilla films. I mean, all the way back to Godzilla versus the thing. And I mean, he's been with the series for a long time. So great writer for these movies, but Jun Fukuda actually wrote this with him, which I thought was great. Um, cause Jun Fukuda hasn't wrote a Godzilla film except for Godzilla versus the sea monster. If I'm correct, um, and that was a really good one, considering it was the first one where he's not in the city and it was very entertaining. So anyways, this came mm-hmm. out. In, uh, is that right, Ruben? Is it God of Sea Monster, the other one he wrote?
2: I believe so. Okay. That's uh, uh, that's the one that comes to mind anyway Yeah, off the top yeah. of my
1: head. And that's, that was a great one, man, especially considering there's no city destruction. Uh, that was really good. The st- a lot of people talk about how much the storyline of that movie is actually very enjoyable, and it is. Um, so great combination having Fukuda and Sekizawa both writing this film. Of course, with with Fukuda directing, and then, of course we've got Tanaka back producing the film. Um, and of course, it came out in 1974. Came out here in America in 1977. And of course, there was some slight differences, like any of them. Um, you know, the the Japanese version runs at 84 minutes. The American version runs at 80 minutes. Um, but it was interesting when Cinema Shares, who had picked up the previous Godzilla films, um, um, after uh, AIP stopped picking them up, which was Gigant, is when Cinemasteria started picking up the, these movies. They changed the name to Godzilla vs. Bionic Monster. And we were talking about this before the show. They actually got sued by, Mark, you said Universal's TV, Universal TV, right? TV, yeah. Yeah, for uh, the Bionic One was out at the time. Um, so they ended up having, after a year, so for a year it was released as Godzilla vs. Bionic Monster, but then they changed the name to Godzilla versus the Cosmic Monster. Right, right. Um which a lot of us Ruben, I think you actually said you still have the your VHS is VHS. the Monster, right?
2: Yeah, it's Cosmic Monster, yeah. Um which yeah. is and a correction cool. before we get any further, he actually wrote Megalon, not Sea Monster.
1: Oh, was it Megalon Vukudu wrote? It was me. yeah, it was
2: uh, yeah. That's probably uh, why I looked that... up his credits, yeah. It was I looked up his credit. I for some reason I get Sea Monster and Megalon mixed up for
1: some reason. I don't know why, but it's
2: actually Megalon. That, actually, that, wrote.
1: that, that makes sense considering how action-packed uh, that third act yeah, of Megalon, Megalon is. was. It's yeah. definitely Fukuda style there. Um, so, but, uh, but yeah, so CinemaSeries had to change it to that title. So there's, there's copies of it out there um, only on VHS. If you can find it under the title card, I've got cosmic monster. Me and Ruben were talking right. last night uh, on the phone. And uh, of course I, I I'm always updating my Godzilla library on my Plex server. And I managed to find there's a group that have been going above and beyond. And it's absolutely awesome for the Godzilla, the hardcore Godzilla fanatics. If you want an AIP dub of the old films or these CinemaShare dubs, you're unfortunately stuck with the VHS copies. VHS. Um, exactly. And yeah. uh, Mark's showing here. Oh, so, okay. So, Fukuda did the screenplay on this, but Sekizawa did the story. story. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. how they did it.
0: Um, I was trying to squeeze that in there while you were. Yeah. Doing yeah, He was pulling up there. the phone to
1: make sure that, that I'm right on this information. <laughs> yeah. They worked together, but uh, right. it, yes, Fukuda did the screenplay and Sekizawa did the story. That's I think that's what Sekizawa did on all of them. He right. wrote the story for pretty much everything. Um, at least all the good. Ones. I know he didn't do Godzilla raids again, uh, which shows, um, but, uh, but anyways, um, there's a release group out, or a couple of them. There's two of them actually um, that have been going above and beyond and taking like the Toho Blu-ray masters, um, or now the Criterion collections out, and they're taking these high definition, true high definition versions of the films, and they're they're re-editing them because there is editorial differences between these American dubs from AIP and Cinema Shares than the Japanese versions, and that's a lot of work. Um, for those who've made heard yeah, me talk in the past, I have my own version of 1985 where I edited out the American scenes. And you would think that would be easy just to take the American scenes out, but it's much more difficult because there are scenes that are placed at different time slots in the film, and things are shortened and moved around. I mean, it took me a couple months to edit out Godzilla 1985 the way I wanted it. So these dudes, hats off to them. They're doing a phenomenal job, but they're releasing these online uh, that you can find that are true high definition versions with the original audio dubbing from AIP or Titra dubbing or Titan studios as it was later called or the cinema shares ones. And it's absolutely awesome. So I actually came across recently uh, the cinema shares Godzilla versus the cosmic monster that these guys had done. And it was awesome. The only thing that kind of stunk when I was talking to my room about it last night was <clears throat> there was no way to do a high definition transfer of the Godzilla vs. Monster title card because it doesn't exist. Uh, There's only the original, you know, right. 35 millimeter release. VHS. So in yeah. that split, what what is that part, Ruben? Maybe two, three seconds um, of yeah, the movie. It's just, yeah. They just yeah,
2: exactly. they just made their
1: own title card that comes up on the screen. It's got like the original poster of Godzilla vs. Monster, and it says the title card in the font. Um, so other than that, it's awesome to see. I mean, that was still pretty cool too, though. Um, but so, I mean, if you're a hardcore fan and you want high definition versions of these original dubs of these films, they're out there. You just need to know where to look. Um, and and the
2: fact that they did that, you know, to me, it's a credit to them.
1: Oh, absolutely. Because
2: yeah, you know what I'm saying? The fact that they did that and they even said, okay, you know what? We'll just do our own title card. That, that, that goes to their dedication to, so you know what? We're We got to do this right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they could have said, "You know what? Everybody will understand. We'll just put out this title card." Oh yeah, and the fans you love know? you but, know
1: us hardcore fans love yeah. it. I was like, "This is great." You yeah, know? I mean, I totally understand why you did it this way, but it's absolutely awesome. You know, there's a a group yeah. called Red Menace. I think they're from Russia. Uh, the the guys that do Red Menace, uh, or maybe it's just one guy, but um, he did a high definition transfer of Godzilla '95. Um, from an original, I don't know how he got hold of it. I may have talked about it before of a 35 millimeter print and it's gorgeous. It's absolutely, it's got the Bambi versus Godzilla cartoon on it. The, t- the tile car. I mean, it's the whole thing, but he got ripped it from the 35 millimeter print and it looks amazing. He's in the process. I don't know if he started it yet, but, um, um he is doing a 4k, Ooh, version wow. of yeah. 1985 wow which will be it's on this project list which will be absolutely amazing so um hats off to those dudes man i mean those are hardcore fans and i really wish toho would kind of give those dudes some credit i mean because that's a lot of work uh to do that stuff yeah. but um but anyway so cosmic monster you can only get on a vhs ruben's got a copy i've got a copy somewhere because uh, i got a stack of a lot of my old uh Godzilla film still from VHS, um, but um, anything you've seen in the last you know ten twenty years um, has been you know the the TriStar DVD or the Showa um, well that's just Japanese on Showa but the TriStar DVD brought it over the international dub and uh, had the Godzilla's right. Megazord Godzilla title card that's what it showed on Sci Fi Channel back in the day um, exactly same movie just and, a little bit of differences and we'll jump in and, that and
2: the tri- and the TriStar um, transfer is actually very good.
1: It is. Considering it's, it's TriStar, and it's a very good transfer. You know,
2: uh, I watched both versions. I, watched, I got the Criterion. So I watched Criterion and that one. And the Criterion is a Blu-ray. And the TriStar is a DVD. And on my TV, I was looking at it. I said, man, there's not much difference. This looks great.
1: It oh, looks yeah. really good. Well, for you the know, longest so. time, and even still now, that TriStar DVD of God of Megazola was the most expensive Godzilla film to get once it was out of print, I think the, the, the highest I saw that movie shoot up to was about $150, uh, yeah. yeah. And I know it's still kind of high still now, now it's still, I think it's down to probably around the 50 to $75 range. Um, but, uh, that was the highest costing Godzilla film for a fan to get especially specifically that version um, because of the quality and the rarity of it. Yeah, um, yeah, it, the, it is good
2: quality, and a lot of those 50th anniversary ones are starting to climb up in price. There,
1: yeah, Son of a Godzilla uh, is another one. Son of a Godzilla is thirty to fifty bucks, um, if you can find it uh, on DVD. Um, it was pretty high too, because I think that one was um, got uh, discontinued at the same time as Meg Godzilla. Um, there was okay. more, there was much more printing of Hedorah and then Godzilla's Gigant. Um, then oh, okay. Son, Son of Godzilla is Meg Godzilla. <clears throat> but, um, of course, Meg Godzilla being the superior of all those films, in my opinion. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so let's, let's jump into what this movie is about. Cause we all want to know if you haven't seen it. Well, we all have seen it, but for those few listeners, um, who's never seen this one, let's give you a quick rundown. Okay. Movie starts off with, a, a princess. Not a princess. She's a, she's a, an heir to a, uh, uh, family, a Royal family from Okinawa. Um, that she's doing like a little singing dance, and all of a sudden she freaks out and sees a prophecy of a monster destroying the city. And while all this is going on, there's an archaeological dig um, happening near, very nearby, uh, which we meet our main um, character, um, and well, some of our main characters are right here, and they find a statue of King Caesar, who was the defender of this family in Okinawa, and the. Uh, family apparently the history behind it was they were attacked by mainland Japanese people and this giant brown monster came and saved them, and he was King Cesar. So he plays a pretty big role in this film. And while this is going on, more aliens have shown up uh, from the third planet from the black hole. And they're pretty much mm-hmm. green versions of the apes from Planet oh, i was of the was Apes. say that that was a planet yeah. of the apes right there. Oh yeah. I mean, it looked yeah. just, just like them. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, uh, so they've shown up and they are here to take over the world. But before they got here, their scientists studied our biggest defense, Godzilla, and created Mecha Godzilla to fight him off. And uh, then it just goes crazy from there. So as you know, Godzilla shows up when he first shows up, he actually looks just like Godzilla. There's no robot form to him whatsoever. Um, as he starts his path of destruction, Anguirus shows up. He's actually in the very beginning of the film, but he shows up a little bit later and fights Godzilla. And everyone's like, what's going on? Anguirus wouldn't fight Godzilla. They're friends. Of course, Meg Godzilla, looking like Godzilla, <coughs> puts an absolute hurtin' on Anguirus, rips his mouth open in one of the bloodiest, one thing I like about Fukuda's films. They're bloody. Um, mm-hmm. That's right. And sends Anguirus just running away. Um, and then, of course, the first fight happens shortly after between Godzilla and Megagodzilla, and it's an awesome city battle at night. And uh, that's when he does enough damage and starts ripping off the bio part of his suit or what his covering to reveal his under armor um, or his metal you know, skeleton that he's got. And then all of a sudden, in an awesome sh- special effects sequence, you see God- Godzilla in his first full appearance, and it's absolutely epic. And they go toe-to-toe, and Godzilla makes pretty quick work of Godzilla. I mean, sends him flying into the ocean, and blood's just pouring everywhere out of the water, um, presuming Godzilla's been killed. Um, and as this is going on, the aliens, uh, from the, the monkey dudes from the Black Hole, are trying to get the statue of King Cesar from the, the main characters, because they know that if they wake up King Cesar, this will cause a problem for them trying to take over the world, because they can't you know, deal with Godzilla and King Cesar at the same time. Um, so that's the cool little subplot going on. And you also get introduced to two awesome Interpol agents. Again, Jun Fukuda did a lot of and action films. He loves throwing that stuff in there. I thought these dudes were great. Sato was one of them and try to remember the other character's name. Um, Tamura tomorrow was the other one um the two Interpol agents and it's man it's it's just really great there and I wish they'd explain it more but the Interpol guys kind of know the aliens are here and have been looking after you know on them to see why they're here and they step in intervene and um I mean it's great human characters in this one I think and, of course, it all boils down to they finally get the statue to the Izumi tribe people, the, the lady at the beginning, her grandfather. And they manage to awaken King Cesar. And you get an awesome fight with King Cesar and, and Godzilla and Meg Godzilla um, at the end of it. in um super action-packed film. Tons of fun. Really good human storyline. The character's are really good. Um, Shimizu um, is the name of the main character. He's played by Masaki Diamond. He is the... Um, construction engineer who is overseeing the dig where they find this King Cesar statue. Um, he was a great, great character and he kind of leads it all through it, but there's a lot of returning casts in this. Um, you've got um, Akihiko Hirata, which we've seen plenty of times before. He's a professor, Miyajima, who, um, is, uh he, I guess you'd call him, what would you call him? Ruben, a, a metal metallologist. He studies rocks and, uh, but metals, yeah. Um, and he's the one that finds okay. this piece of space titanium. I start to and, say
0: a geologist, but I don't know. That yeah, it's, like it, it's not
1: yeah. a geologist. I mean, he's a geologist, but he's, he only deals with metals. Um, and he yeah. realizes it's space titanium. He's the one that first kind of believes there's spacemen aliens here and goes looking for him. He actually ends up having to repair Megagodzilla um, because they've got his daughter and Shimizu's brother, um, uh, Masahiko, uh, as bait. And so, you know, if he doesn't have repair Megagodzilla they're going to kill him. Of course he does. And they're going to kill all of them instead. Enter Shimizu and the Interpol agent, um, uh, kicking some serious alien butt. It was really, really cool. Uh, But so it's absolutely great cast in this movie. Um, I love the characters. Well, Also, you've got, um, he's done it briefly, uh, the captain of the Queen Corral. That's Kenji Sahara, um, which is pretty cool just to kind of get him in there. Um, So anyways, great cast. Hiroshi Kozumi, I need to say that too. He's actually uh, Professor Wakura in this. So that's another familiar returning face um just absolutely absolutely great characters he's absolutely great godzilla cast in this too. what's that
0: he's also godzilla in this too who who'd you just said to speak i
1: was sushi akiko A- A- Hi- 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 no i was talking about uh hiroshi koizumi oh okay i'm sorry yeah no I'm yeah sorry. he's he's not yeah uh, seo like, zushi is yeah. godzilla in yeah. this one yep mm-hmm. yeah i think this may have been his only film as godzilla but uh uh, but anyways, I mean, absolutely good film. And he does a good job at it. I oh, he, he does. does I love the performance job. of Godzilla yeah. in this movie. The the thing that stands above par of this film, and we'll jump into the things we liked and didn't like about this. To me, this is the most action-packed Godzilla film, I I think, almost to date. Because, I mean, it's fight after fight after fight. And not just with Godzilla, with the human characters, too. The, the pacing and action is great in this. Right. I mean, so the movie starts off... You know, you've got the explosion and anguish there, so it's going to start off with some action, but you quickly get the ball rolling, and the had agent um, breaks into uh, Wakura's house when is there to steal the statue, and all of a sudden this fight ensues. He's got a gun, you know, the cool, awesome 70s. Japanese, You know, yeah. spy movie music, which is really great. Yeah. Um, that yeah. breaks out. Then it goes from that to then they release Meg Godzilla and you see God, Meg Godzilla and, and Anguirus fight. And then after they fight, you see Godzilla and God, Godzilla and Meg Godzilla fight for the first time as Godzilla versus Godzilla. After that, then you have the ship fight on the Queen Corral um, between Shimizu and that alien agent who then gets killed uh, by one of the Interpol guys. Great action sequences there. It jumps from that to the cave sequences where they have to break out and save them. So there's, I mean, it's action after action after action leading to, and it all builds up and, and, and inclines into the final fight because then you get, Mega Godzilla versus King Cesar. And then Godzilla shows up in probably one of the baddest appearances ever aside from Godzilla versus the thing. I mean, when he comes out of that water, like the dude is ready to tear <laughs> yeah. down. And um, he starts coming up over that hill. Oh yeah. That's yeah. like, dude, permanent. it's so it's good building into what is one of the best fight sequences ever with Godzilla and King Cesar teaming up to fight Mega Godzilla. Oh, and you can't even forget after Godzilla gets his butt kicked the first fight. He ends up on that island, and the lightning striking down on oh, him yeah. and stuff. Oh, yeah, and, oh, dude, that's just his boss. So, yeah, very action packed film. Very. I, I, it's been a while since I started with the things that I liked, so I'm gonna go ahead and start it. Yeah, um, <laughs> since I'm on a roll with it. Um, the action in this movie is just superb. I mean, it, he does, and of course, Fukuda's known for action films in the, in Japanese cinema. That's what he was best for, and it really shined. I feel like, I feel like he, he after he finally paid his dues. Doing, you know, Sea Monster, Son of Godzilla, Megalon, uh, doing the movies that he did, I felt like Tanaka and Toho's execs were like, okay, we'll let you run with what you want to do. Do it a little more your way because his style really shines in this more than any other Godzilla film he did. And it really paid off because to me, there was a little bit of a drag in the later Godzilla films before this. Other than Megalon, um, you know, I mean, that the, like Gigan, while it's such a great film, the fights are really long and drawn out. Um, when you look at Godzilla's revenge, the fights are, well, just, you know, rehashed fights or stock footage from previous films. And the Godzilla and Gabra fights, not that entertaining. Um, the fights in here are just top notch and it's bloody. I mean, and I know some fans are like, oh, no, you don't need that in the Godzilla films. I, I love it. I absolutely love it. I mean, when Anguirus gets his mouth ripped open, I was like, it just showed the brutality of Mega Godzilla. And you're like, yeah, this dude's not one to mess with. And even when Godzilla fights him the first time, getting, I mean, just torn apart, and he falls in the ocean, and those waters bubbling, all that blood's coming up. You're like, dude, he's not in good shape. And then even at the end, I mean, the torpedoes being stabbed into him. Ruben talked to me, we were talking about last night, getting sh- shot in the jugular, and the blood's just oh, squirting yeah. It's just right, everywhere. It, oh. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it, I mean, they, he took the action. It's pumping out of him. Oh, it is, man. Yeah. I mean, he went he went spinal tap on this action. It don't go to 10. It goes to 11. You know, I mean, yeah. he really pushed yeah. it. And it really paid off in this film because it's the most entertaining Godzilla film of the 70s by far. Uh, other things I liked about this film was I loved the characters. I loved uh, Shimizu. Um, I thought he was great. He was very entertaining. He kept the story going and the characters going because he was really the one that was tied into everybody. Um, you know, I mean, Doc, you know, Professor Wakura doesn't really mix with Miyashima uh, in the film at any time. You know, your two Interpol agents—they never really mix at the same time, even though they're partners apparently. Um, but Shimizu—he's the one who really is mixed with all the characters, and he really kept it driving. And he was very entertaining to watch because I wanted to see what's he going to do next, especially after that first fight in his uncle's house. Uh, Professor Wakura's. I mean, he kind of gets his butt kicked, but that ain't stopping him. You know, he goes running out that house after that dude. And so seeing the second fight between them on the boat, I'm like, yeah, man, this is going to be great. He even gets his hand cut, and he's like, you know, uh, he was a great character, and I really enjoyed him. Um, the characters I thought were really good. No real weak characters. I mean, all the characters were very entertaining, and several of them were previous Toho actors and characters we've seen in Godzilla movies before. Um, so they were super awesome. King Zazar loved him. I absolutely love King Ghidorah. He probably might be outside of, you know, I mean, Godzilla. He's my favorite. He's probably my favorite ally of Godzilla's through the show. As aside, well, no, he is. I would think he's the most feisty. You know it, what I mean? Is,
0: now, and I was trying to think, and I may be wrong. My my old mind is this his first appearance?
1: His first appearance. First, okay, yeah. I, I was trying Get to it.
0: think, and I was. I was beating
1: my brow trying to think of first, first of two, first yeah. First of two. Yeah. Um, you know, and yeah. This one, you know, I mean, when you see Anguirus in other films, or even Rodan and Mothra, you know, team up with Godzilla in, you know, Ghidorah or Invasion of the Astro Monsters, th- most of the fights and all that, I mean, even in Godzilla's Guy game with Anguirus, it's really Godzilla. And then the other monsters that are his allies don't really do a whole lot. You know, the most that any of them did was Gorosaurus in Destroy All Monsters um, against Ghidorah. All the rest of them kind of maybe get a hit in, or, you know, but King Cesar was different. I mean, he went toe to toe with Meg Godzilla for a little bit, you know, and he was riding on the fight and the action. And, we, you know, Godzilla's holding Megadzilla at one point, uh, by like around the shoulders, and King Zazar's just ramming into him. I um, mean, his power was cool too. I mean, he could reflect the energy beams that the monsters are shooting at him. So when Megadzilla would shoot those eye rays at him, he would just reflect them right back. And he was very fast and agile and just a really cool character. I loved his design, and I was it was nice to see something fresh because a lot of the designs of monsters prior to this were either insanely alien, a, a la Gigan, um, or even Megalon was a, you know, a bug, but it was very alien-looking, um, or it was just yeah. very dinosaur, you know, Rodan, Anguirus, Gorosaurus, Barragon. You know what I mean? Nothing too drastic. And I thought King Azar was a good, fresh monster that we hadn't seen in a while. I mean, you even go to the next one, when we go to-, to Terra Megazola, the next monster is Titanosaurus, a la another dinosaur, you know? I mean, they kind of played it yeah. safe. Um, so I love King Czar, and I love the special effects in this movie. I love the Godzilla suit. To me, this was the best of the hero suits because it had an edge. I mean, his look, I mean, we're talking about him coming over the, the mountain, yeah. you know, and his head's still down, and he just looks pissed off. Oh, yeah. You know, it's like. I agree. Yeah. I agree. I mean, it, the 74, 75 suit is <laughs> definitely, I think, the shining suit of the Showa 70s films definitely, absolutely, even maybe some of the later 60s. Um, you know, not as good as the 64 Mothra suit, but um, you know, this was a great suit. So I mean, I, I love the soundtrack of this film. Um, I thought it was it was just absolutely entertaining. This is such a go-to Godzilla film for me. Um, it, I mean, it's in my top five of my all-time favorite Godzilla films for a reason. It's super entertaining, completely action-packed. I mean, if I had to say what things I didn't like, was little unanswered things that could have been. And the one that comes to mind the most was when the alien leader um, is talking of when King Cesar gets awakened um, is he tells me, God, so we have to stop him now before he wakes other monsters. W- w- what other monsters? I want to know that answer. You know what yeah, I mean? Like know. this could be really cool that they didn't do anything yeah. with that. You know what right. I mean? Like what other monsters are the monsters they're referring to? More Okinawan legend monsters or you know what's going on? So that was a nugget they put there that really could have been added on to that wasn't. So I I didn't like that because I got my hopes up a little bit. Um, The only other thing I really honestly didn't like in this movie was the song. I mean, she, you know, the princess or whatever she is, you know, for the Zumi tribe um, to to awaken, you know, they free King Cesar from his, his tomb or whatever in that mountain but he's got to be awoke, awoke or wakened up. And she has to sing this song to wake him up. We got enough with the mothra songs. All right. Like I don't want another yeah. one. And so while I will say this one was actually kind of fun and entertaining for a song, I actually like it more than a mothra song. I don't want that. You know, it's like just, you know, blow up the mountain. He wakes up. Boom. Why don't need the next, why do we need to add something <laughs> else onto this? You know, I'm, um, I'm in my restaurant and, uh, and I'm,
0: Watching and it's and it's real quiet. There's people in there, and she comes on and she starts <laughs> real loud. People are looking at me like, "What are you watching over there?" <laughs> this dude's weird.
1: Um, and I didn't turn it down. And I just, this just let, let it roll. know I mean, it it's actually, I mean, it is very yeah. entertaining song. I'm not going to say it's bad. It's uh, definitely the the better of those times that they've done that in those movies. But it's just uh, to me, it was very very unneeded take that time out. Let's go back and revisit the other monsters idea. You know I mean? Yeah. There could have been more done there, but that's the only two things that I honestly didn't like about this film. I mean, I love this movie. I mean, to me, this was the shining moment of the Showa era since, well, guys was the thing. I mean, that was my favorite. I mean, Ruben, I would probably say invasion astral monster, but, yeah. uh, um, you yeah. know, I mean, definitely the seventies. I mean, it's the shining moment right. of the seventies right. period. I
2: would, I would, I would agree with that's why, uh, when you started, I said uh, the seventies. I don't think there's a question. Uh, I mean, I don't think there's any question that this one is, it's the best of the seventies. Um, you know, because <laughs> the others that the other of my favorites are in the sixties, of course, and then we go into the eighties. Um, the, the 60 ones are really great, but this one in the 70s, it's just not yeah. a notch, if you ask me.
1: And I think it's even better than the late 60s. I mean, it's better than Sea Monster. It's be- definitely better than Son of Godzilla, you know? So, yeah. Um, I mean, I think yeah, all of them post Astro Monster, this is the best. I mean, absolutely, without question. Because if Astro Monster yeah. is, I mean, we know it's Ruben's favorite, but I'll even agree. You know, Astro Monster was extremely entertaining. Um, Ghidorah was great, too. Um you know, so I mean, it's it's on there. It's on par of those are, It's this is the yeah. only Fukuda film that I think is on par with that original Big Four crew. You know, Ishiro Honda, Aizu Baraya, Tomiyuki Tanaka, and Akira Fukube. This is the only yeah. show of film that's on par with those original ones. Um, so I mean, that for me, that's it. I mean, I absolutely love it. I mean, this it's if I watch a Godzilla film, this is one of the go tos, man. It's so much fun. Yeah. It's so entertaining, and it's one of the few that I'll actually sometimes prefer to watch the um, English dub version, which we, you guys know, I definitely prefer the Japanese versions on all these films. Um, but there are those rare occasions. Um, as far as the Showa era, the only other one besides Godzilla is the thing that I'd rather watch the English version of is God and Man Godzilla. They did a great job yeah. and uh, the voices were good. The characters were great as far as the the dubbing cast. It's top notch, man. Yeah, and I thought
0: special effects went, uh, pretty good in it, um, for 74. I mean, you know, in that last battle and Godzilla just kind of goes out, he's shooting rays, rockets, everything. Oh yeah. The onslaught man. We had not fantastic. seen anything yeah. like yeah, that. I thought Godzilla that was forward. fantastic, uh, to watch and see. Uh, now,
1: now I will say, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll only hey. forget the onslaught. Okay. Well, let's go ahead and move <laughs> into one of you guys's, your likes <laughs> and dislikes. Cause I do want to say something about the onslaught. Um, root Ru- um, uh, Ruben, you want to go next?
2: Sure. Um, I mean, there, there's nothing I didn't like about this movie, actually. Yeah, the, the two little things you pointed out, I, I really didn't even notice, to tell you the truth. Um, I, I Now that you've said it, I'm like, you know, yeah, they could have done without that easily enough. But also, that became, you know, it's like the Mothra song. And, uh, you know, there's those songs have been, they've thrown those in there. Even with uh, which one was that? Where they had the pop star kind of sing one. I see they're all running together for me now. Uh, you <laughs> was know, it, was uh, it the smog monster think, when they were? Yes, yes, and uh, yes, like the, the disco. The yeah. Yeah, 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 they're on the disco. Yeah, that's yeah. it. But uh, I really like the effect. Um, I like the suit design. I think you were talking about it. It's a good Godzilla suit design. And I think it's something <laughs> for me. It's something with the eyes. There's something about the design and how they did his eyes that kind of made him of a more of an aggressive hero yes, Godzilla yes. in this one, you know, so uh, I, I really like that. I love the soundtrack, but I mean I really dig that the mecha Godzilla theme, as you call it when you know when Godzilla shoots him and exposes him, and then he just transforms and then and then oh, yeah. that, it's that, good. that that song that 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 theme comes on, I'm like, man, I just love that da, song da, da, I just dig da, da, it Oh yeah. yeah yeah I love and it, it <laughs> yeah and it it's so. Uh, special effects are great um, I actually Didn't mind the blood at all I know some people oh, you know, Like you were saying They don't like that But I thought it was pretty cool Because it was a, I mean I mean it, You know I've seen worse uh, You know yeah, I'm a horror fan So that's what happens there So maybe yeah. I'm
1: just uh, Well it, it fits um, for the times I mean you look at the 70s I mean, you got horror in the 60s and horror in the 50s, but the 70s was really the beginning and boom of those bloody horror films. So right. we we're seeing it much, right. much more, even the Japanese, the Japanese side in in, in Asian films. You were seeing it, um, not yeah. just in the horror, but in the martial arts films, you know, you're seeing yes, an increase exactly. in blood. So, I mean, it was just, yeah, yeah it fit the cinema yeah. times.
0: <laughs> if you don't want to see yeah. blood and guts, don't go see any of the last Rambo movies. <laughs> Not at all. Yeah. yeah. Don't definitely don't watch the last one. Yeah. So, so it,
2: it didn't bother me. As a matter of fact, you're right. Like, uh, you know, I, I watched all those Kung Fu movies, you know, that and, and they're really, they're, they're just as bloody as this Godzilla film. Yeah. Um, I thought the battles were really good. Um, this is one where Godzilla really took it on chin. I think Kedora, the Smog Monster was the last one where, you know, Ghidorah really gave it to him and in this one too, Mecca Godzilla was you know, he's he's my second favorite, Ghidorah uh, King Ghidorah being my first. But Mecca Godzilla is, is you know, as far as foes go, you know, he's he's up there. You know, if they ever made a movie where Ghidorah and Mecca Godzilla teamed
1: up against Godzilla, I'd oh, like dude. to see that. You know, yeah, that
2: would Yeah, then that would be a battle. You yeah, know, I don't I'd see like, him surviving that, that
1: one solo. You know. Yeah, yeah,
2: exactly without any help. So uh, I thought special effects were good. Soundtrack was good. I really didn't think, can't think of anything off the top of my head. Oh, there is one thing I didn't like. I take it back. Dubbing was good. I don't like the, the dubby that was done. I, I mentioned this to you last night. This is the Godzilla.
1: Oh yeah. Godzilla yep. dub.
2: This is the Godzilla <laughs> <sure>. and and Garris <laughs> yeah. dub. And I'm like, man, just, you know, and it's funny because it's just that one voice actor. Because, like the aliens, they say Godzilla. They say, oh, you know, Godzilla's
1: it, you know. But this guy, and I, I'm trying to remember who the voice actor is was. It the, he, is it the guy who does Shimizu? Shimizu? Yes, yeah. I believe so. Matthew Oram. He, he's calling him Godzilla.
2: He says Godzilla, Godzilla, Godzilla. And yeah. it, it just bothered me, you know. But that's part of the dub. <laughs> that's not really part of the movie. So, you know, I. I kind of don't hold that against the movie because it's not the movie's fault where, you know, that Toho hired these guys to do the film. You think Toho would say, Hey, wait a minute. Say his name, right, man. Yeah.
0: Right. (laughs) You know, if you're going to do it,
2: say his name, right. But I don't (laughs) know. You didn't say that one, right? Yeah. You didn't say that one. Right. Say it again. You know, it's, you know, and and, and I'm like, do they not notice that he's not saying it right? Maybe because there's a language barrier or something, you know, because this was the internet. The TriStar that I saw was the international dub, which was, you know, that's Toho's dubbing basically, and uh, so that's that's the only you know that's the version I have access to. So um, that's the one I saw. But other than that, there, there's nothing in this movie that I did not really care for. It's it's one of my go-to's. I mean, there's uh, there's the uh, you know, Monster Zero, there's uh, Godzilla eighty five or eighty four either one uh i prefer 85 only because that's the one i saw first before oh, i yeah. saw oh, i'm with wow, you
1: on that one too yeah yeah
2: yeah and then this one you know you know uh if it's you know a rainy saturday afternoon and i've got you know i can't do anything and i feel like watching it. got it's one of those three movies that's going you know that's on the top of my list that's going in because they're so entertaining. All three of them are very entertaining movies, oh, especially this one. Yep. You know, so uh, it's just there's and the, the pace of this movie is perfect because even if you're watching it with a kid, the kid won't get bored watching this movie because there's not, the pacing is done. So, OK, well, there's a monster fight. And then there's a little bit, you know, you got your your plot. But right away, there's something going on with the aliens or there's something, there's a fight going on. Or, you know, there's something intriguing that would even keep a kid, uh, you know, a kid's attention. Yeah,
1: absolutely. And we all know
2: that sometimes that's hard to do, you know. Um, even Megalon, even though I said, you know, my, my kid, that's the one I introduced him with. But even the pacing of Megalon wasn't as good as this one. You know, Megalon was good for a kid to watch. But the pacing was that, that if, let's just put it this way, if you were watching on VHS, you'd have to fast forward it to for the kid. It's easy to get bored.
1: Right. In some parts yeah. but not in this
2: one this one there'd probably be no fast forwarding at all because the kid could watch it all the way through and there's always some action you know you know because kids like you know i mean i you know, as i i was a kid you know if it was a kung fu movie on or a godzilla movie on or sci-fi i was there i was watching it so and that's what keeps the kids attention and i think that's still true today uh they, you know some tastes have changed but i think the lock, I think overall, if you get a kid, you sign them in front of the TV to watch a Godzilla film, and you put this one in, you wouldn't have to skip anything, you know, to keep his attention throughout. So that's always
1: good. Oh, yeah, yeah. And again, that's great direction and pacing from June Bakuda.
2: Yeah, exactly. So it's that, and that's why I like this one. You can sit and watch this one, and before you know it, it's the end of the movie it just flies
1: by. Yeah. You know, it does. I'm like, man, I'm already, re- I'm already at this part. Like, which I mean, yeah, it's it flies years, by. I mean 84 minutes, uh, but still, yeah, it does. Well, It kind
0: of glues you into, you, you, you kind of lose track of time, uh, because it is exactly. to so yeah. fast paced. I mean, you're just yeah. trying to stay up with it.
2: Yeah. Cause uh, I mean, I put it in and I was watching it. And I'm like, wow, it's, it's, you know, I understand it's not, not even an hour and a half, but it goes by so quickly when you're watching it and and it's kind of like wow, wow it's already over you know i'm already halfway through it and, and and you don't realize it because of the pacing so that's that's what i got on it like i said i don't have too many negative things to say but then again this is one of my favorites yeah so um i wouldn't i i didn't anticipate having too much negative other than that the dubbing which like i said uh i don't hold against the movie
0: itself
1: oh uh, you, you can't so,
0: definitely can. yeah.
1: Exactly. Other than that, that's that nothing else. What about you, Mark? Someone.
0: Well, I think I'm in a, I'm in agreement with, with with you guys as far as the movie goes, you know, um uh, fast paced, great action packed movie. And I thought at the time it was, you know, the special effects were great. I mean, just like I was talking about, you know, the onslaught uh Mechagodzilla down right, towards yeah. the end. Uh to me I was just like glued to it and and liked it. And I thought the uh the characters um the human characters in it was great kept, kept you. It's kind of you, at your seat, yeah. you know, um, that's throughout the movie. Uh, my, you know, you guys were, uh, the soundtrack, you know, you guys are a big thumbs up. I'm a so, so on it. You know, I'm, um, uh, I don't know that that's some of that style of music. I, I can take it, but uh, too much of it, <laughs> it just kind of does me in. You're right. You know, and, and another thing as far as, uh, overall, I thought the movie was, was, was very good um you know when it first started i mentioned to you i was like man have i ever s- seen this movie but it just been so long ago uh but it turned out that uh, uh i really enjo- I really enjoyed the action uh, the mecha godzilla suit i thought was pretty phenomenal oh, uh, the movement uh, the actor could get in the mo- in the suit i thought was really really good mm-hmm. you know cuz with a suit like that you kind of think they might have some trouble being too heavy bulky or whatever but if you watch in the action scenes, he kind of gets it going oh, yeah. and, and, and gets does really well does with it. Does, does a real good job at it. and I thought it made it uh, a different than the previous Godzilla movies, because here's uh, here's a more I don't want to say realistic, but realistic. You know, yeah, uh, one of the things that I, I had with Kong. I didn't like the suit, you know, I didn't yeah. think it was re- real looking, where this robot, Godzilla. Yeah, he looked at He looked apart, and and so I thought, you know, especially of the '70s movies, they did an excellent job on yeah. bringing the villain out yeah. and doing a good job. And
2: hey, there was no, uh, there was no silly wrestling moves in this one. No, right, I exactly. So you know what exactly. That's, there was yeah. no, there was no flying Godzilla. There was no tail
1: sliding. Right.
2: There was none of that. It was just a one-on-one fight, and. and I think that added to the movie. Oh, yeah. You know, it did. have exactly. And it's yeah. a
1: constant brawl. I yeah. mean, w- yeah. y- you pick the monster fight, you know, Meg versus Anguirus, Godzilla versus Meg Godzilla, versus King Czar, Godzilla, King Czar, fight. and and Godzilla fighting. I mean, it's a brawl, every one of those fights. I mean, yeah, it's they were yeah. all really intense. And
0: I, and I thought the, the the Godzilla suit was, it's one of my favorite suits. Uh, uh, oh, of absolutely. All. I think it's just fantastic, uh, the way it looks, everything about it. Uh, so, uh, definitely a thumbs up. The things I didn't like besides soundtrack. I mean, what did we have from like 68 to 73, five Planet of the Eighth movies? Yeah, I mean, yeah. You didn't yeah. need to go that way. With, right, you know, right? I thought that was uh, kind of cheesy or kind of want little. Let's, let's kind of steal off of that. Let's rip off of that type of deal. Well, to, to build
2: off of that, let's say, let's say you get a shot to redesign the alien. What would you do? You know, we're talking right. 70s here, so I want, you know, how would you redesign them off the top of your head? I'm not I'm putting you, know, I hope I'm not putting you on the spot here. Well,
0: no, I, well, it would be
2: like is it like a movie from the 70s, try to, you know, did good aliens. Yeah, I, like, you know,
0: what, what would you go with? there? There wasn't a whole lot of good aliens, I think, out there as far <laughs> yeah. as the 70s went, but to, Steal yeah, I mean, the look from they paint them
1: green, threw some warts on them. Yeah, to, do
0: something, something there. But I mean, yeah, they, I mean they look pretty close to yeah. the planet yeah. of the Apes. It's like they just went over to their wardrobe say, and I would, grabbed a few. Right. Let's yeah. do I, this. I was gonna say
2: I wouldn't doubt it if if they said you know what we're just gonna do that. And it, and it's another thing, I agree with you, um, man. The, hell, all you have to do is go look at Star Trek and maybe. Knock off one of those ladies. Oh yeah, I would have oh, yeah. liked. At I the time, mean, you know, you right.
1: Ruben threw on the spot there. Like, what would you do? Yeah. I, I would honestly have liked a reptilian style alien. Uh, yeah, um, would, something yeah. like. Um, of course, this like is many years sack. later. Like, a, like yeah, a or, or like or um, yeah. Jerry from Enemy Mine. Oh yeah, you know, or you know, or War from on Klingon. There's, you know, the, right.
0: so, it, there's a, a lot out there. Which wasn't really I don't know why I said that. One of I think one of Toho's. uh shortcomings is, is they want to do stuff so fast that yeah, sometimes yeah. they need to step back and say, okay, agree. how can we make this better? You know, okay, let's spend a few more extra bucks and make these aliens
1: look like aliens. Yeah. You know, cause even, and, e- even in later years, when you look like at, at Godzilla final wars, which is the f- only aliens you get in the Heisei or millennium series um, as far as humanoids, well, they yeah. look just like us you know what I mean there was no there was no difference whatsoever There's no creativity which was really weird to me because I, I have to blame Toho on that and not Ryu Kitamura, because if you look at Ryu Katamura's other films um, you know versus a live uh, Midnight Me Train the dude will go wherever he wants to go and do something crazy I mean those monsters at the end of Midnight Train were awesome you know right um, so I mean I would, I would have to point that at Toho and be like come on you know yeah spend yeah. some extra time and yeah. create something cool, yeah. unique. Um, you know, even look at the yeah. aliens in the show as, I mean, well,
0: especially when you, when you go and, you, and you're bringing out Godzilla, I mean, here's a new, new villain coming yeah. out and he yeah. just looks so phenomenal. Why do you short yourself on these aliens yeah. to make uh, people, you know, look and say, well, that's yeah. planet of the Apes.
1: Yeah, I thought the alien leader with his little skin. Yeah. Tint, yeah. I thought he looked great. Yeah. I could not settle for that. Yeah. You yeah. Know? Because he looked, yeah, he looked yeah. menacing with it. Yeah, so definitely, definitely. Yeah.
0: Well, the
2: same amount of time they spent, unless they really did get those masks, you know, at a at a Hollywood thrift store or something. Yeah, <laughs> you know <yeah>. you what know <laughs> I'm saying. You know, like you know, you know, the same amount of time they spent on designing those masks, which I assume they just designed their own, and they, they, they could have done. It, instead of saying, you know what, let's just try to do something more original.
1: Yeah, I mean, come um, on. But, got... but, but
2: Mark is right. Mark's right that kind of toho, you know, trademark is like, yeah, we got, you know, they got all these great kaiju. I mean, yeah. they're great when it comes to kaiju, but then when it comes to aliens, for some reason, they just haven't yeah. Yeah. invested in the time.
1: Yeah. And then it's true. I mean, if they would spend their time on it, I mean, you look at the original Godzilla film. I mean, that that had more time spent on it than any of the other film in the, in the Showa. And yeah. it, it shows. Um, look at um, their other films. The H-Man, uh, a long, much longer yeah. production on that. Amazing film. Same with Matango. Um, or for those who don't know what Matango is, it's Attack of the Mushroom People. That had a much longer production mm-hmm. shoot, shoot on it. And it is an amazing movie. You know, and the designs of the people in that movie as they start transforming into these mushrooms is creepy as all get out. And so, yeah, I think Mark nailed it there. I mean, well, I mean, yeah, but yeah, don't, and, but
0: don't get me wrong on it. It's not like I'm really pulling the movie down because I think it's a great movie. Oh yeah, yeah. absolutely. And, it is. And, and these are just things that, that I'm seeing that m- how much better could have done yet. better. Yeah. 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 I, so,
2: I, I agree. I agree. You know, like the aliens didn't really bother me that much, but I, I do agree that they could have done a way better job.
0: Right. Yeah. Right. You know?
1: Oh, yeah. definitely. So, um, and I so do admit, Onslaught, right. okay? The, the Onslaught. I thought the Onslaught was epic in this, yes. but the Onslaught <laughs> but. in the <laughs> next one was so far well, superior. I just,
0: I just thought it was, you know, where Godzilla turns his head. Uh, away from Godzilla, yeah, oh, yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. he's firing in both <laughs> directions. I was epic. like,
1: dude, he is getting it. Is the, getting when it. I was watching this, I was thinking, because yes, that yeah, when he turns his head, I'm like, dude, he's like, he's <laughs> taking you both on from opposite sides. It is absolutely epic. Yeah. And even when from that point on, yeah, this the constant barrage yes. of of missiles and rockets <laughs> and lasers, oh, yeah. and, and yeah. the electricity thing of his chest. I mean, he's a, just kicking their tail, and he ain't even moving. He's right. just standing still. Yeah. Uh, but what at
0: one point where he sticks his foot up on that rock right? <laughs> oh okay, yeah. dude. go ahead, I got
1: you. I'm coming at and you just to show how bad he is. <laughs> yeah. He just starts shooting rockets off of the side, just pimping <laughs> it out. Um, it was great, yeah. But in in terror, one of the things I love about terror is is, is he gets the onslaught, but it's opposite. You know, in this one, it's Megadzilla against Godzilla and King Czar. It's Titanosaurus and Meg Godzilla against Godzilla, and so that onslaught scene I think is way more intense. in the next one, especially when Godzilla's whole yeah. back lights on fire, I was like, "Why?" And so I was watching this the other day. I was like, "I, I know it's in terror that his back lights on fire," but I was like hoping and expecting to see it happen in this one. Right? You know, I was like, "Oh," but that on, because that onslaught's awesome. And I felt like they they knew in terror when we get to that one next or in two more films. Yeah. Um, they yeah. had yeah. to repeat that because they knew how awesome of a scene that really was. Cause that was a shiny moment yes. for the film. Yes. I think one of the other shiny moments for the film is actually in the first Godzilla and Megazilla fight. And I want to bring this up too, because we see this again mm. in the Heysay. this was the first beam lock, I guess you could call it. Yes. Of, of, um, yeah. Of Godzilla and Megazilla shoot their beams, at each other in a lock. And that's what causes the explosion to blows Godzilla in the water. Fast forward in 1992, to God Horses uh or 93 sorry, to God Horse, Meg Godzilla and Heysay, and that's what you get yeah. when it's Super Meg godzilla and Godzilla and you get the beam lock. And of course, this time around it's Meg Godzilla Falls. And I love it. <laughs> Excuse me. Um so that was two things I want yes. to add there. That just there's so many yeah. good things. Good, you know, I mean if you just pay attention you don't have to pay attention, it's right there in front of you. But there's so many great things about this yeah. movie that just makes it insanely entertaining. Um I mean, we've said it all said it i mean it's it's the most entertaining of the 70s definitely one of the most entertaining entertaining of the entire show series
2: right. oh yeah, I, I, mean, yeah I,
1: I find this one superior to most of the heisei i mean well, that's yeah i mean yeah i mean most of the heisei series i think this is far superior more entertaining i should maybe shouldn't say superior but more entertaining than even Biolante, king Ghidorah, mothra not meg godzilla because that one was pretty that that's top tier.
2: yeah that moment. was a good one um i think of the hey that's uh that's one of the good that you know that oh yeah arguably that's the best one and as far as i'm concerned i think it's the best one now i get pushed back on that a lot and and, and you know what i i'm not gonna argue with you because it's kind of like okay that's your favorite that's you know they right i think it's better i can't really say no nah, no way you're crazy but, uh, well,
1: it, it, it's weird for that because when you look at because I, I instantly have to go, well, you got 85, but uh, 85 is a weird one as far as time placement because 85 actually because the way that the for those who don't know when we talk about the Showa yeah. films or the Heisei films. Those are called that because of the emperor reigning the, at the time that reigns. There's different eras. So in the Showa, right. it's in referencing to the emperor of Japan. That's why that's still the Showa era. And Heisei, right. it, you know, it goes with that. 85 actually came out still in the Showa era. The Showa era yes, actually is. didn't end until 87 or 88, uh, right before right. Bailante. So it's technically a Showa film but it gets looped into the Heisei because it's the movie that started the Heisei series. And especially with the timeline. Yeah. 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 Everything starts from that one and it goes from there. Um, So if you, you know, if you put 85 in the Showa, like it technically should be, Oh, yeah. Meg Godzilla is the best of the, sh- of the Heisei by far, and followed closely by Destroya. Yeah. um, But right. for me. Yeah. And again, it's, it's, it's who's your favorite. 85 is going to stay on top for me always. But I mean, oh, yeah. if you take I that agree. one away, because technically you should Meg Godzilla, too, right, right. is pff, dude, that's it. I mean, it's and, and again, like this one, very action packed, very action packed. Can't yes, wait to is. get to the Heisei series films. Those are going to be fun to talk about. So, um, yeah. Anything else you guys want to say on this one? Nope, I'm I'm
2: good on this one. No, no, I'm good on this one too. I think I said uh, everything I ain't to. It's it's, it's a great film. Believe um, me, yeah. some I, I, I'll, I'll even say this on some days, uh, it, depending on my mood, I might even put it uh, ahead of uh, Monster Zero because of you know how I'm feeling that day. Oh, that's dude. how close they are that's how close
1: they I are i can't believe i'm here now. well i, I mean i'm it. with him though yeah, I, yeah. i'm with yeah. him though but for me it would be the thing yeah. Yeah. you know what i mean like to me the thing god is the thing or god Mothers the mother 64 that's the yeah. shot that's my favorite of the show aside from the original i will put this one on par with that one and some days i might even yeah. pick it over it um because yeah, it, yeah. Know, it's that you know i mean, it, film.
2: if you're gonna ask me what's your favorite, well yeah it'll be monster zero You know, nine and a half times out of ten, but because that's just, you know, that's just my favorite. But but this one right here is it's right there with it. Yeah.
1: And that's why we gave this one, well, besides Mark, but we, you know, overruled him. Uh, we gave this one a solid, <laughs> solid four stomps out of five for this film. Um, that we think is very well deserved. Mark was given a three and a half for whatever reason. Planet really, of the, the apes, apes. Yes, that's Man, what it is. I'm telling. <laughs> Those suits really got to him on this one. <laughs> um, but I mean, if y'all haven't seen this movie, check it out. I mean, this one. This is one. This is a great one to introduce someone to the Godzilla series because it is so highly entertaining.
0: Um, <clears throat> well, I think one of the things that that actually hurt the showing in America was that when they brought this movie out, it was just for child matinees only.
1: Yeah. Cause it put a yeah. G rating yeah. on this. Yeah. One. And yeah. so
0: I, I think that kind of hurt money wise and, and, and just availability as far as uh, adults seeing it and,
1: yeah, because they uh, cut a lot of the cool stuff out. Not a lot. Yeah, I mean, they cut four yeah. minutes out. But what they cut out was the stuff that would definitely all the you know, as Ruben said, the jugular shot with all the blood was cut right. out. Um, yeah, the you know, the missiles and all the blood coming out of them there. Um, the even the water. And and Greer's, yep, him, yep. Yeah. they cut out the the ripping of his mouth like it was. I mean, it was very edited. Um, but even the uh, fight scene between Shimizu and the agent in the first, uh, when they break into his uncle's house, that's severely cut down. I mean, by like a minute yeah. and a half or something like that. Um, so yeah. I mean, yeah. And toning it down, I think, well, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. That was a bad yeah. call. Yeah. And they should have slapped it with PG and put it for all audiences. Yeah. Because uh, this yeah. would have done really well for cinema shares. Exactly, I think. So, I mean, yeah. and, it,
2: and as far as blood, bloody goes, Mandel, you you kind of touched on that in the seventies. Like, in this era when it was released in America, I mean, you had you had like uh, the one that comes to mind for me because I was a kid when I watched it was uh, Black Sunday. I don't know if you ever saw that mm. movie. It, it was about. Uh, it's actually a pretty good uh, movie. Um, it's about a, t- a terrorist group. And they're going oh, yeah. to pull off an attack in on uh, the Super Bowl. Yeah, and and it's the blimp, it's the one with the blimp. One. It's the one with the blimp. If you've never seen it, yeah, it's and it was like a bloody movie. And all the Clint Eastwood, uh, Dirty Harry movies, man, they were bloody. Oh
0: yeah, you know, oh, wow. and you
2: know, and so as far as that goes, and, and you know, that's even back then, Jaws was bloody. You know, Jaws was considered pretty, pretty graphic. Of course, they all were rated R.
1: Yeah, well I mean even you know, then but, I mean you know, that's true radar I mean you've got I mean what Halloween was 1978
2: um, Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's all in the same era, you know, that you know I throw that in there.
1: But even before um, then, I mean, what else was there? You got uh, the Intruder with Bruce Campbell, you've got Black Christmas um was there My Bloody Valentine? Wait, my mother yeah. in early eighties, but anyways, Black Christmas. I mean, yeah. so that was the seventies was the rise of the slasher film, and so you were yeah. seeing tons of blood and guts there. But not even on that, you've also got the zombie films from Romero that are very bloody.
0: Yep. I yes, I mean, yes. so the audience yeah. is definitely
1: used to it. I mean, of course, you go across the sea, uh, you know, in Japan or China, you're seeing them in the, in the kung fu movies. But you jump over to you know Italy, you know, and you've got uh, you know zombies oh, and yeah, then the man. Argentino oh. flicks, uh, there are Argentino flicks. I mean, those are very bloody you know so
2: and and even though i mean i love horror movies even for me sometimes i'm like man this is hard to watch
1: oh yeah <laughs> <And> that <laughs> zombie know? film yeah. dude this not zombie was i cannot that's that's it's brutal i mean for 19 yeah. what was it 70 it was early 70s i think yeah I think it was it's early 70 too. yeah i was um, like it yeah. was intense man super <laughs> intense well when did
0: well was it was
2: the zombie was meant to be uh for is it a sequel for is it dawn of the Dead? no no yeah dawn of the dead yeah but then of course then they, and then they said oh, no it's not you know they were trying but that's how they tried to uh, that's how they tried to market it and it ended up not being that
0: yeah. when, when did um, texas chainsaw come out oh yeah
2: that was oh, early yeah 70s. that was
0: yeah, oh, yeah. 76 yeah. yeah, I, I thought it was earlier than that like was 73 no 76?
2: i want to say i want to say like 73
0: yeah, four. that's what I thought. Somewhere around oh, right Yeah, yeah. I think you're right, yeah. Ruben.
1: Yeah, we're gonna find that real quick. No, seventy four. Yeah, actually seventy four. Seventy four. Yeah, 74,
2: yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah.
1: So yeah, that's, that was probably... So I mean, and you, I mean, you see that. So I think that, yeah, they they did a, they did themselves an injustice. I mean, yeah. it's not much to edit. You know, I mean, it's not like putting that in there is going to turn this to an R rated film. Like what's going on at the time in, in the decade? Yeah. But purposing this just for general audience kids. Yeah, really. Hindered, yeah, I think the audience no. that it could. Have. I, I
2: think yeah, if they would have rated PG, like Mark suggested, it probably would have made a lot more money.
1: Yeah,
0: I
2: think so. Yeah, I think I, so. I, because come on, I mean, that a lot of to a lot of people, they look at that rating and that's what you know. They see a G rating. Ah, oh, the a kids' movie. I want to see yeah, it. Yeah, I want
1: right. to see it exactly. You know,
2: that's. I mean, everybody knows the story of Star Wars. That it was going to get a G rating.
0: Well, then, and and G rating, and 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 then you put it on a children's matinee, it's only going to show in the morning. Oh, yeah, that's true, too. And it's not going to go the rest of the day. That's it. You know,
2: but, yeah, uh, yeah. you know, it was going to get, you know, like I said, Star Wars was going to get a G rating. George Lucas has to fight for the PG rating because he knew. And if it was a G rating, it wasn't going to make as much money or it wasn't yeah. going to be successful. So. Right.
1: Yeah. The um, and, and no, rating
2: has a lot to do with it. Yeah.
1: It does. I mean, because if you just slapped a PG rating on this one, threw in a trailer with a quick shot of the jugular shot, dude. Oh, I mean yeah. oh, yeah. So many oh, more yeah. people be like, I want to see that. Yeah. You know, Let's we've have been super crazy. Yeah, but we're yeah. right on. So yeah, guys, check this one out, man. It is one of the most entertaining Godzilla films of all generations, of all you know, all series of the movies. Um, absolutely amazing. So much fun. Um, hopefully, you guys enjoyed listening to us talk about it. Of course, now we've got another one coming this month, and this time we're since we're done with the Kong films we wanted to jump on to some other monster movies, not oh, yeah. outside of the Asian and Japanese culture. And this one actually is a request from the one Justin McClain, um, who actually we'll see next weekend. He will be here for the First Life uh, podcast, um, which, which is, is my awesome. first
0: day of vacation, so I'll be there. Oh,
1: awesome. I was going to ask you if he's yeah. going to be there or not. Yeah. So, um, but, so that's going to be an absolute blast. I'm stoked that he's coming. Um, but it, per his request, and of course we won't complain because we all absolutely love this movie, the next episode this okay. month is going to be – Peter Weller, well, Peter Weller's in it. I almost said Peter Weller's, like it's his film. It's not his film, but <laughs> it, it is RoboCop's film. Come on. Um, is Leviathan. Yes. Uh, absolutely amazing movie. Great freaking cast. And at the time when undersea monster movies were just kind of a, a fad, you know, in the 80s, this one yeah. definitely takes the cake. I mean, it's top, t- top notch for that. So <laughs> I'm really excited about that one. So definitely. Stay stay tuned, of course, you know, um, next weekend, again, we've got the first live podcast, but following that, we will bring out Leviathan, and for, you know, from then on, we're going to continue with the Godzilla films, but we will be doing other monster films in between, and I've got some, I've got some great ones in mind, but we want to hear what you guys want to do, you know what I mean, because I've got some that are, well, so bad it's good. <laughs> um, that i've thought about you know um you know we've thought about maybe doing or i've thought about maybe doing the mighty pecking man uh which is a tarantino favorite but boy is that a pile of garbage if i've ever seen one <laughs> but it makes it absolutely entertaining you know things like that but of course we want to do things like i mean do we want to do frankenstein do we want to do the thing or, or we already did the thing didn't we did we already do the thing yes we did yeah. okay. yes, we did. Yes, you we know, did so, the thing. so you know but uh, some other monster movie that you guys may want to hear us talk about or get our thoughts of, let us know. We'd love to do it. We'd love taking requests and maybe it's one we haven't seen. Um, if it's a monster film that I haven't seen, I might even send you a gift because that's probably not going to happen, but you never
0: know. We might even have to, uh, do creature from the black lagoon. Oh We're dude. get Sarge oh, back on yeah. the phone and yeah. get him back out Sarge here. did yeah. request. He he yeah. did
1: say cuz he was with us from Sarge when protested the protest, uh, Goddora <laughs> of the monsters movies with me and uh with us and he's even like when you do creature, I'm in. You <laughs> know, so that's yeah. definitely one of his oh, favorites. Yeah. So. Yes.
2: Well, I posted on Facebook today was the anniversary of its release and I man, it's it,
1: right. It, yes. It was. And
2: you know, it he Black Lagoon Le- creature from Black Lagoon is one of my all-time favorite universal monsters
1: oh without question you
2: know man he's just oh man i can watch that movie i had that movie on vhs i i mean even before i owned it on vhs i recorded it off tv you know and i had you know you know how we used to do it back in the 80s record all these movies off tv i had it, man i wore the sucker out I i just wore it out you know uh, I was so glad when they restored it and they brought it out on Blu-ray and on and DVD and everything. You know what? And
1: it it's was so awesome. good that Toho, or no, not Toho, but it was so They're good trouble. that they put the soundtrack for that movie in King Kong versus Godzilla. Really? Yep. Yes. Yeah, yeah they did. <laughs> well, I, ha- I had the honor of working uh, there
0: where, uh, where it was actually filmed at. Uh, down in Silver Springs, Florida. I
1: worked there. Yeah, I I told uh, yeah. Ruben, when you put that on there, I was like, yeah. hey, man, I've been to some of those yeah. locations in the film yeah. Um, was Very where my cool. father worked. Yeah. Not just there, but um, not just that, but uh, um, some of the old Tarzan films were oh, yeah. done there. Actually, one of the
0: Smoke in the Bandit 3, I think, was actually filmed down really? there, too. Yeah, I didn't know that. Now, there yeah. was a Bond
1: film shot uh, there, too. Moonraker was there. Moonraker. Parts of Moonraker yeah. was, was filmed there. <laughs> which is pretty, pretty cool, so... Um, but, yes, yeah, so, I mean, you guys, I mean, if you want us to, to review a monster movie with, you know, that maybe we haven't thought of, man, message us on Facebook. Send us a message, you know, or put a comment on the page and let us know. We'd love to review something um, that maybe we haven't seen. Again, if it's a monster movie I haven't seen, it's going to be pretty obscure, but I would definitely like to take the challenge. Yeah. So, um, man, uh,
2: if, if if somebody out there could find a movie that you hadn't watched, I'd be shocked or you don't haven't heard
1: of anyway. Yeah, if at it's the very least, If it's in the horror, sci-fi, monster realm, uh it's 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 going to be pretty rare. I mean, it's I, Yeah.
0: I, I can't you could even pull the B-rated movies out on him. He's watched
1: Oh them. dude, He's I've, seen, watched them. Them. I've <laughs> seen them all, man. You know, I remember like yeah. even when, you know, cuz I love the B-movie films yeah. so much. If it had a $50 budget, he was still watching. Dude, I in mean, it. I actually yeah. just watched one yesterday. No, t- yeah, yesterday <laughs> called uh it's a newer film called Blood Moon. and It's like a Western werewolf movie. It actually, it was pretty dang good. Uh, the werewolf was by far the largest werewolf. Well, he's technically a skinwalker I've ever seen. That suit is massive. It's like they put it on Andre the Giant. I'm like, <laughs> this is unbelievable. How do you get through the door? Because he doesn't break through a wall. He just walks through a door. I'm like, this is the Western. Like, that door is not that big. Like, how did you make it through there? <laughs> yeah. Um, but I watch it, man. I love it. I mean, the Carnosaur films were great B films in the 90s. But I love the 80s B-films. I mean, Blue Monkey and The Outing. I mean, people are like, what are those movies? I told you, you're not going to find a movie I haven't seen when yeah. it comes to this stuff. But even in the yeah. 90s, man, I love those B-monster films like Grim, Jack-o'-lantern. Stillskin was one of my oh, favorites, yeah. man. Oh, yeah. That was a great movie.
2: Well, those, those are the movies that when you went to the the, the video store and you went to the, either sci-fi or, or horror section, they were all there. Oh, they, yeah. were like, those were they were. like Because they were direct you know, video videos. releases. And yeah, I and it, what would happen? Yeah, there were direct-to-video releases, and not only that, you went to let's say you went to the video store to get a you know a mainstream title, If they were all out. That well, let's see what else they got. Hey,
1: yeah.
0: this yeah, this one
2: looks good. You know, let's try this one.
1: Well, see, I was you no- know I don't I, know how
2: many movies. That's how I found. Oh man, I,
1: found I, I was notorious, and because this was something that me and Mark used to do too, even at the young age, is we would listen to bands or buy albums. Based on the album artwork of the band, um, we actually found an amazing band, oh, yeah. Savior Machine. I remember yeah, oh, yeah. that first oh, yeah. album of theirs was phenomenal artwork and ended up being a phenomenal album. Um, but I did that with my movies, especially when it comes to sci-fi and horror. And of course, I mean, you know, I watched I've watched a ton of horror films, but I prefer my preference always has been the monsters, and that stems yeah. from Godzilla and the original Universal monster movies. Those were my favorite horror yeah. films. So as the you know the of course, I was born in the '80s, but as as each decade went on, and I started to pick up movies from the decades, I preferred the monster movies, you know, and so that's what yeah. I went looking for the most. So, I mean, Pumpkinhead, and um, I mean any, any of that type of stuff, Aliens, Predator. So when I walked into a video store, I scoured their horror section or their side by section to see what movie I could find. You know, I mean, 1985's Creature, German film rip off of Aliens. Oh yeah, you know uh, yep. the cover looked awesome, and I'm yep. like, let's see it. You know, the extra, extra two. I mean. If it had a monster in it, dude, I was getting it. And especially if it was, the cover looked cool. And uh, so, yeah, there you go, listeners. I challenge you. Find <laughs> yeah. a movie. Find a monster movie sludge has not seen so that we can view it for the monster movie Stomp Down because yes. that would be absolutely epic. I mean, that yep. would be great. Yeah, yep. it would be great because, I mean, it would be hard. I, You know what? I bet I know somebody who could or who will work hard to do it, and that's Pete Quint. <laughs> Pete Quint, I have challenged you. When you listen to this, you find me. <laughs> a monster movie you think I have not seen and we will do a monster movie stomp down. So actually, you know what? I'll tell you what, Pete Quint, you here it is. I'm challenged. I'm calling you out of this episode and then <laughs> I'll text you later to let you know you're being challenged in this episode. Find me a monster movie. I have not seen and we'll do this, but we'll also invite you on the show with, us. on the show with us to do a monster movie stomp down for whatever film, for whatever film that you pick. Great. I thought so, you were going to say something about no more spoilers. Boring,
0: but Oh no, that's still gonna happen. Like
1: that's, I love doing that, man. Like he, he'll message me, he'll get he'll be so aggravated about that. I'd be like, but that's my thing. I mean, I, that's just un- unfortunately, I kind of get a kick out of the spoiler thing with Pete. But uh, in which I just, I was talking to uh, uh, Ruben to Mark today. I don't know if you've listened to any of of, of Pete's podcast, the Good Beer Bad Movie Night. Um, uh, great show, great show. For those I know who listen to our show, we do keep our show kind of clean. I'm not seeing theirs as rancid because it's definitely not. But, I mean, they curse and some on it. But it's hilarious uh, listening to them banter about these movies because they watch some pretty bad movies. Uh, But they just did The Giver with Mark Hamill. And that was the newest episode. And I loved that movie as a kid. And I listened to that episode today and man, it was great. It's probably my, probably my favorite episode I've heard of their show. Um, but it's really, really, really good. Um, so if you guys get a chance, definitely check that out. But Pete, you've been challenged, man. Find me a monster movie. I have not seen. We'll watch it and you can even be a guest on the show. So, all right. You guys got anything else?
0: Nope. I'm good. No, I'm awesome.
1: Good. Well, man, again, thank you guys so much. We enjoy doing this show. Please communicate with us, share us out, get us some more listeners and, and just talk to us, man. We love doing it. We've, we've created some great friends through this podcast. Again, we talk about Pete Quinn a lot, we talk about Justin McClain a lot. Um, so it's great to have that. Cause it's not just, you know, the, the goal for the next week's episode, the live one is more than just doing a live episode. It really is to kind of bring in the, the pop culture. Cause our main show does deals mainly with pop, all pop culture those people who love that stuff together for like a once in a one night a month, just get together to hang out, talk about this stuff and have a great time. It's re- it's really to bring the, the the fan base and the community together. And that's how I feel about the shows. You know I mean? I love it when someone comments or when someone says something or reaches out, because I want to talk to you. Uh, you know, we want to know who you are. We want you to be your friend because we love this stuff and we love hearing from y'all. So Definitely share us out. Give us a holler. And uh, March 14th. March 14th. If you're in Bristol, Pizza Plus on West State Street. Yep. What time is it? It's going to be from 6 to 8 p.m. And we've got a very big, very big special guest. Of course, the last several years we have, or last couple years, uh, SledgeCast has done the RobCon comic convention here in our area. They had several thousand people there last year. Great, great guest lineup. Uh, They're already starting with a great one here. Jake the Snake Roberts, for any wrestling fans is going to be here there this year. And I'm stoked, as I'll get it, about that. Um, and they're just starting to now announce who all is going to be there. So I'm pretty stoked about Jake the Snake. But we cover RobCon uh, every year. And we're, we're really stepping up this year. I can't say what all we're doing yet because I'm still working that stuff out with Rob. Uh, but we're going to be taking a little bit bigger role at RobCon this year, which I'm really excited about. But uh, Rob Pilk, who founded Rob Khan and is the founder of Mountain Empire Comics in this area there's two stores he's our special guest for next Saturday's show that's awesome so 35 years in the industry man the dude is well we call him a lot of people around our area call him Bristol's Mr. Rogers cuz he really is people just love him he's such a humble guy and a nice guy and um so he's going to be there we've got get, we're going to have a Q&A time uh with us and and uh Robert as, Rob as well and we've got giveaways man we got some really cool giveaways you guys if you can be in the area be here, So I know Pizza Plus is donating some, but uh, uh, me and Mike are pulling out some pretty sweet stuff as a giveaway for you guys for the Q&A section. So don't want to miss it. And of course, if you can't be here, if you're not in the area, don't worry. Again, it's live. So we'll be airing it live um, on Facebook from six to eight. So you guys can check out the show. If you can't see it during that timing, not a big deal. Cause I think Pete won't be able to, um, we will be of course posting it later, um, uh, on the regular podcast channels and YouTube and stuff too, for everybody to see. So that will work. It'll be fun. Super excited about it. And all right, this is sludge and Mark and Ruben. Y'all have a good night.